0: Hare Krishna. This is a reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam with translations and purports by his divine grace, A. C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Third Canto, Chapter 9, Texts 37 through 44. Text 37. The Lord continued speaking to Brahmā. When you were contemplating whether there was a source to the stem of the lotus of your birth, and you even entered into that stem, you could not trace out anything. But at that time, I manifested my form from within. Report by Śrīla Prabhupāda The Personality of Godhead can be experienced only by His causeless mercy, not by mental speculation or with the help of the material senses. Material senses cannot approach the transcendental understanding of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He can be appreciated only by submissive devotional service when He reveals Himself before the devotee. Only by love of Godhead can one know God, and not otherwise. The Personality of Godhead cannot be seen with the material eyes, but he can be seen from within, by spiritual eyes, opened by the ointment of love of Godhead. As long as one's spiritual eyes are closed, due to the dirty coverings of matter, one cannot see the Lord. But when the dirt is removed by the process of devotional service, one can see the Lord without a doubt. Brahma's personal endeavor to see the root of the lotus pipe failed. But when the Lord was satisfied by his penance and devotion, he revealed himself from within with no external endeavor. O Brahmā, the prayers that you have chanted praising the glories of my transcendental activities, the penances you have undertaken to understand me, and your firm faith in me, all these are to be considered my causeless mercy. Report by Śrīla Prabhupāda When a living entity desires to serve the Lord in transcendental loving service, the Lord helps the devotee in so many ways as the Cheta Guru or the spiritual master within. And thus, the devotee can perform many wonderful activities beyond material estimation. By the mercy of the Lord, even a layman can compose prayers of the highest spiritual perfection. Such spiritual perfection is not limited by material qualifications, but is developed by dint of one's sincere endeavor to render transcendental service. Voluntary endeavor is the only qualification for spiritual perfection. Material acquisitions of wealth and education are not considered. Text 39 I am very much pleased by your description of me in terms of my transcendental qualities, which appear mundane to the mundaners. I grant you all benedictions in your desire to glorify all the planets by your activities. Purport by Srila Prabhupada A pure devotee of the Lord, like Brahma and those in his line of disciplic succession, always desire that the Lord be known all over the universe by each and every one of the living entities. That desire of the devotee is always blessed by the Lord. The impersonalist sometimes prays for the mercy of the Personality of Godhead, Narayan, as the embodiment of material goodness. But such prayers do not satisfy the Lord, because He is not thereby glorified in terms of His actual transcendental qualities. The pure devotees of the Lord are always most dear to Him, although He is always kind and merciful to all living entities. Here, the word gunamayam is significant because it indicates the Lord's possessing transcendental qualities. Text 40 Any human being who prays like Brahma and who thus worships me, shall very soon be blessed with the fulfillment of all his desires, for I am the Lord of all benediction." Report by Srila Prabhupada The prayers offered by Brahma cannot be chanted by anyone who desires to fulfill his own sense-gratification. Such prayers can be selected only by a person who wants to satisfy the Lord in his service. The Lord certainly fulfills all desires in regard to transcendental loving service, but he cannot fulfill the whims of non-devotees, even when such casual devotees offer him the best of prayers. Text 41. It is the opinion of expert transcendentalists that the ultimate goal of performing all traditional good works penances, sacrifices, charities, mystic activities, trances, etc., is to invoke my satisfaction. Report by there are many traditionally pious activities in human society, such as altruism, philanthropy, nationalism, internationalism, charity, sacrifice, penance, and even meditation and trance, and all of them can be fully beneficial only when they lead to the satisfaction of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The perfection of any activity, social, political, religious, or philanthropic, is to satisfy the Supreme Lord. This secret of success is known to the devotees of the Lord, as exemplified by Arjuna on the battlefield of Kurukshetra. As a good, non violent man, Arjuna did not want to fight with his kinsmen. But when he understood that Krishna wanted the fight and had arranged it at Kuruksetra, he gave up his own satisfaction and fought for the satisfaction of the Lord. That is the right decision for all intelligent men. One's only concern should be to satisfy the Lord by one's activities. If the Lord is satisfied by an action, whatever it may be, then it is successful. Otherwise, it is simply a waste of time. That is the standard of all sacrifice, penance, austerity, mystic trance, and other good and pious work. TEXT 42 I am the Supersoul of every individual. I am the Supreme Director and the Dearest. People are wrongly attached to the gross and subtle bodies, but they should be attached to me only. PURPORT By Śrīla Prabhupāda The Supreme Lord the Personality of Godhead, is the dearest in both the conditioned and liberated states. When a person does not know that the Lord is the only dearmost object, then he is in the conditioned state of life. And when one knows perfectly well that the Lord is the only dearmost object, he is considered to be liberated. There are degrees of knowing one's relationship with the Lord, depending on the degree of realization as to why the Supreme Lord is the dearmost object of every living being. The real reason is clearly stated in the Bhagavad Gita, 15.7. MAMAIVAMSA jiva bhuta SANÁTANA The living entities are eternally parts and parcels of the Supreme Lord. The living entity is called the Atma, and the Lord is called the Paramatma. The living entity is called Brahman, and the Lord is called the Para Brahman, or the Paramesvara, Isvaraha Paramaha Krishna. The conditioned souls who do not have self realization accept the material body as the dearmost. The idea of the dearmost is then spread all over the body both concentrated and extended. The attachment for one's own body and its extensions, like children and relatives, is actually developed on the basis of the real living entity. As soon as the real living entity is out of the body, even the body of the most dear son is no longer attractive. Therefore, the living spark or the eternal part of the Supreme is the real basis of affection and not the body. Because the living entities are also parts of the whole living entity, that supreme living entity is the factual basis of affection for all. One who has forgotten the basic principle of his love for everything has only flickering love because he is in maya. The more one is affected by the principle of maya, the more he is detached from the basic principle of love. One cannot factually love anything unless he is fully developed in the loving service of the Lord. In the present verse, stress is given to focusing love upon the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The word kuryat is significant here. This means one must have it. It is just to stress that we must have more and more attachment to the principle of love. The influence of maya is experienced by the part and parcel spiritual entity, but it cannot influence the Supersoul, the paramatma. The mayavad philosophers, accepting the influence of maya on the living entity, want to become one with the paramatma, but because they have no actual love for paramatma, they remain ever entrapped by the influence of maya and are unable to approach the vicinity of paramatma. This inability is due to their lack of affection for the paramatma. A rich miser does not know how to utilize his wealth, and therefore, in spite of his being rich, his miserly behavior keeps him everlastingly a poor man. On the other hand, a person who knows how to utilize wealth can quickly become a rich man, even with a small credit balance. The eyes and the sun are very intimately related, because without sunlight, the eyes are unable to see. But the other parts of the body being attached to the sun as a source of warmth, take more advantage of the sun than do the eyes. Without possessing affection for the sun, the eyes cannot bear the rays of the sun. Or in other words, such eyes have no capacity to understand the utility of the sun's rays. Similarly, the empiric philosophers, despite their theoretical knowledge of Brahman, cannot utilize the mercy of the supreme Brahman because they lack affection. So many impersonal philosophers remain everlastingly under the influence of Maya because, although they indulge in theoretical knowledge of Brahman, they do not develop affection for Brahman, nor do they have any scope for development of affection because of their defective method. A devotee of the sun-god, even though devoid of eyesight, can see the sun-god as he is even from this planet, whereas one who is not a devotee of the sun cannot even bear the glaring sunlight. Similarly, by devotional service, even though one is not on the level of a Gani, one can see the Personality of Godhead within himself due to his development of pure love. In all circumstances, one should try to develop love of Godhead, and that will solve all contending problems. Texts forty three. And 44. By following my instructions, you can now generate the living entities as before, by dint of your complete Vedic wisdom and the body you have directly received from me, the supreme cause of everything. The sage Maitreya said After instructing Brahma, the creator of the universe, to expand, the primeval Lord. The personality of Godhead in his personal form as Narayan disappeared. Purport. I, Śrīla Prabhupada. Before his activities in creating the universe, Brahma saw the Lord. That is the explanation of the Chatu Shloki Bhagavatam. When the creation awaited Brahma's activity, Brahmā saw the Lord, and therefore the Lord existed in His personal form before the creation. His eternal form is not created by the attempt of Brahmā, as is imagined by less intelligent men. The Personality of God, it appears as He is before Brahmā, and He disappeared from Him in the same form, which is not materially tinged. Thus end the Bhaktivedanta purports of the third canto, ninth chapter of Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam, entitled, Brahmā's Prayers for Creative Energy.